Hello, welcome back to the Rambling Viking Podcast. I am your host, the Rambling Viking, bringing you another hot fire episode today. Am I invoking Joe Rogan's name just to get more listens and more attention? Possibly, but I'm trying not to play that fun YouTube game where it's all caps and just slightly over the top. That's why I, you know, throw in question mark or whatever I ended up, future me ended up putting in the title. Always like a... Mentioning future me on the podcast, but I hope you're doing well today. So big marquee story is if you haven't heard about it, but apparently Spotify is just out here, uh, just just pulling out episodes from Joe Rogan's catalog. It's gotten up to 42. The count is 42. Now he has over 1500. So it's negligible, uh, at least statistically speaking, right? So 42 out of 1,500, I mean, you're you're literally talking like drop in the bucket. And one of them, they were like, number 411. I'm like, four. first of all, he hasn't been below 1,000 in years. Like, years, folks. So it's one thing, it, it's, you know, in some sense, you're like, all right, it's not a big deal. But before we get to that, we're going to start with some fun thoughts. Or should we end with some fun thoughts? What do you think? Great answer. I've I've had two conversations now, and well, one of them might have been last episode where I brought up like the Dora the Explorer, 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 um, pause where it's like you ask the audience a question, but how just it's 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 a little awkward and eerie because you say something and then you just stop and you're like great job and you have to act like you're someone's talking to you. Yeah, it, yeah it's a whole thing. So. All right, we'll just use fifteen hundred here. Doing this quick math, yeah, you're talking. Boom, two point eight percent of his podcasts have been, uh, and this is a terrible approximation because I don't know exactly what number he's on. Have been removed by Spotify. It doesn't say. I guess since he moved, so he switched in the fall, which apparently was part of the deal. So yeah, we'll we'll end with funny stuff then today. Uh, we're not doing a crap sandwich. I can't do. I realized I was like, man, I love the crap sandwich model, but is every episode just going to be a crap sandwich? I was like, eh, maybe maybe not every episode, right? We don't we don't need that. Uh, I I'm long winded enough where I can just do, you know, an open faced crap sandwich, uh, single slice of bread, and and that's that's what we're doing at today to to keep it going, but not in the title. So, Joe Rogan, uh, arguably one of the I would say the top podcast, like just ever. It's kind of like the Michael Jordan of podcasts, honestly. And has had you know Elon Musk on twice. Has had countless guests, and is just rocking it. And he just started out I was like, yeah, just me and my friends hanging out and doing this thing, right? Just like this podcast. So one day, one day you'll be you'll be one of the original listeners, and and you know when when this is this is the next Joe Rogan experience, the Rambling Viking experience. And you're going to be like, yeah, I was an OG. And if you are an OG, I want, I want to, I want to keep you in mind because look, I get that big. If you were an OG, like when I, when I'm here, you know, just a nobody and this does blow up somehow. Heck yeah. I want to bring you along. Heck yeah. And, uh, cause you were an OG here from the get go, right? Come on as a guest, reoccurring guest. I don't know. Research team, whatever, man whatever sketch guy i don't know whatever or girl everyone's welcome but yeah so that's the big story google how do you know right i go to google something and this is how i discovered this story i go to google something 
And I pull it up, and you know, it has, like on your phone, it'll have some, like, stories you might be interested in, because we know way too much about your life. And you're just like, gosh, this is creepy. And... It, it, it This pops up, and it's like 42 episodes deleted. Now, I knew there was been some problems with, like, the Alex, the original Alex Jones episode, and there was, like, a couple. But 42 is like, hold on, that's almost half a century worth of uh, episodes. And while he does, yes, have, like, sixteen or 1,700 episodes, you know, he's in the thousands now. Still, you could just keep doing that, keep doing that, and whittle it down. And, and I view Joe Rogan's podcast as... He's kind of like the Braveheart of podcasts. He's William Wallace of like he was free doing his own thing. I mean, they would they would abide by YouTube's guidelines, but it's like it's literally totally his, and he just did whatever he wanted. He had, he still had all these sponsorships, and it was you know you look at that and you're like that's that's the dream, right? He's he's free. He's not beholden to any network or anything. And then he did the Spotify deal, and I don't know. It's kind of changed. It's different. He's still free. But now it's like you've got an angel investor who just will like drop some hints. Like, Here's the thing. He claims, and, and, and I'm going to take Joe at his word. I'm not going to sit here and be like, first of all, I don't think Joe would put himself in a situation where people would be able to tell him what he can and can't do. I don't think he would have done that. I don't think he's just a money hungry. Because let's be real. They say his podcast was pulling in, before the deal, was pulling in like $100 million a year, just off like sponsorships and lists and plays and all that stuff. And so it's like, he didn't need any of this. Spotify came to him, though, and was like, hey, like, we want to give you a big fat deal. And he's like, sure, why not? Just let me do my thing. And they're like, sure. And then they found out they had a bunch of little SJW snowflakes working at their uh, working at their corporation who buy into the idiotic, extremely shallow narratives that Joe Rogan is alt-right, is transphobic, is it because he merely has has conversations about certain topics and will just even ask questions and, I don't know, set reasonable boundaries on certain things. But all in all, the dude, the dude's left. The dude's left-leaning. Like, he's not... He has some conservative values. I mean, I think he's a gun rights guy. But even then, he he, he believes in a lot of this common sense uh, gun control. And I know mean, he's not super political. That's the other thing, though. But, you know, everything has to be political nowadays. Everything's political. And so even Joe Rogan, who's just a comedian who just likes to have cool people on his podcast and has gotten big enough where he has really cool people on his podcast, it is political. I mean, Bernie Bernie Sanders was on his podcast. That was pretty cool. I wish Trump would have gone on his podcast. I think he would have had Trump on his podcast. I don't know, maybe. But at the same time, I think he might have got frustrated at trying to rein in Trump because I feel like Trump would have gone off the rails. But I, I would have loved to at least seen it. And, uh, yeah, but... I don't know, I, he was this bastion of like, he was just the free man doing his thing. And he, he's still there. I will say something has changed. And I mean, let me know your thoughts. If, you, if you're a listener, because I listen to his podcast, not as much anymore. Because I will say this too, when he initially switched over, there was some weird wonky stuff because of his video element. Reported in, from one of the articles I, re- I was reading earlier, it said that he... You know, Spotify initially just wanted to do audio only, and his team was like, look, remember that time Elon Musk pulled a blunt, um, took a pull of a blunt on video? They're like, you don't get that from audio. That was a silent moment. He said, yeah, and he just, and you don't, you don't get that. 
from the audio version. So they're like, uh, you need to, you need to, you need to implement video. And so he actually spurred them to get video. Now, problem, personal problem I ran into, right? So I, I do download, I download my music and my podcast I want to listen to because I'm uh, frugal and I'm just like, look, I'd rather be on Wi-Fi when I can and I'm not just going to sit here. I don't have unlimited data, so I don't want to just sit here and just use all my data for streaming, especially if it's a three-hour podcast. That's a lot. And I was like, I'd rather have it downloaded. It, it plays easier. It's more seamless. I don't have to worry about bad service, blah, 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 blah. Well, so I download his podcast and I go to play it when I'm in my car and it keeps saying playback error, playback error. Well, now there was a setting. I ended up tweeting Spotify. They responded and I was like, this is cool. Started DMing them and figuring out the problem. They asked me to send nudes. It got weird. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> they, but then they told me there was a toggle switch for, uh, if you download like a video based podcast like that that has the video element, then you need to select like when it's downloaded to play back only the audio. And that more or less fixed it. Now, now it's fully fixed. I think there were still a little, some bugs in it, but it's one thing's for sure with it not being on YouTube, it's harder to stream to your TV and because it's, you're strapped by using Spotify. And so I think that is even just put a slightly bad taste in some people's mouth. They're like, I don't know if I want to, Go after it. But I will say they've done some cool things in terms of like organization of his library where it's like he talks to uh, what is he? You know, he talks to these are these are he talks to academics or he talks to his MMA ones, which he already labels. You know, he talks to comedians. And so it's like I haven't looked through many of their playlists, seen how many they made, but I know they made a few of them. So there there have been some great organizational things that have gone on. And I think this is positive. But this this story has become concerning. So. You know, he proved to everybody that they're not controlling who he brings on by bringing on Alex Jones and Tim Dillon in October, and that episode is still up for now. However, what we're seeing is we're seeing episodes taken down from three, four, five, six years ago now, eight years ago, whatever, and that are, you know, in in the ever-moving goalposts and Overton window with what is acceptable in society as far as jokes, things you can say, just whatever, personalities, you know, once people get canceled, you can't have them on there because they're canceled. They're they're done. They're they're unpersoned. You uh <clears throat> so what we're seeing though is 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 that retroactively now it's like, all right, we're just gonna slip this out, slip this out. And apparently that was part of the deal and Joe was like, look, I don't I don't care. Like I'm sure there's some stuff I said when I started this podcast that isn't okay now. I mean, we're even seeing like Gay jokes from 10 years ago, people getting canceled, like, you know, the whole Kevin Hart thing where he's like, he made some homophobic jokes and he's like, look, my bad, but like, I'm not going to continue to apologize every time you bring this up and ask me because that's not what this is about. That's not what redemption is about. It's not about saying each time I bring up your mistake, you then have to issue another better apology. No, no, I apologize for something can say I'm changed, especially if it's been, you know, a decade or even just like five, six years ago, you change as a person to... You can you can say I'm I'm different, and they say okay, now let's move on then, right? And 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 that's the end of it, and that's how it should be, but that's how it's not. But so I guess there was an understanding that it was going to. Well, we'll just work through this article. This will be easier. So I'm pulling this one from the Blaze, but I pulled them up. I pulled up three different articles. One's a little bit more extensive. I'll link to all of them, and you can read them at, at your leisure. But here we go. So Spotify continued to quietly remove um, 
from their service months after he agreed to 100 million remove episodes from their service. His $100 million exclusive deal with the media streaming company. The deletions were documented by Digital Music News, which reported that 42. Well, I already talked about that. And he, here's, here's, here's one thing where it's kind of double-sided. Spotify has provided no rationale for the deletion of the podcast. DMN noted the guests on the deleted podcast include Chris D'Elia, which is – it's funny that they chose that one. I guess, I guess he's kind of an – He's a comedian. He probably was being a little edgy, and he had some sexual assault allegations come out, and so that's enough. It's kind of weird that he's thrown in this mix. Owen Benjamin, Joey Diaz. Oh, I didn't realize Joey Diaz. Maybe he was on one of those group ones. Gavin McGinnis, obvious, and Eddie Bravo. Among more notorious deletions were podcasts with Alec Jones and Milo Yiannopoulos, who disappeared off the face of the planet. I haven't heard from that guy in forever. Uh, in September, an unspecified number of Spotify employees reportedly threatened a strike against the company over what they saw as problematic statements made on Joe Rogan's podcast by him and his guests. You know we're living in prosperity when problematic statements are a reason for strike. Now, in some senses, in some situations, that could just be, to me, that could just be an, of, that could be enough, um, that could be a politically correct or a sugar-coated way of putting, like, someone said something extremely bad. But for the most part, it actually is take it means, like, you can take that at face value. Like, he just said something that, I don't know, maybe isn't totally kosher. And that's enough to go straight. Like, how prosperous are we where that's, that's the big problems that plague all, your company? A contingent of activist Spotify staffers are now considering a walkout or full-blown strike if the demands for directional oversight of the Joe Rogan Experience podcast aren't met, the report said. Uh, yeah, he had the whole transphobic thing where he was basically like, look, you can't do this with kids, and then also saying that like men shouldn't be able to trans trans... Trans women shouldn't be able to compete in women's sports because it's obvious he, and he always cites Fallon Fox beating the piss out of um, all the female UFC fighters a few years ago. And then, you know, goes on to say that he, Rogan has dismissed the deletions after he admitted it was part of his deal. So this is where things get fuzzy, right? So one thing is the whole rationale. Spotify, you don't have to provide a rationale, but when you're dealing with something this big, arguably, you know, the biggest podcast out there, and the fan base that is Joe, you know, the Joe Rogan um, experience fans, like, and they start speaking up, that community starts being like, look, what's going on? I think you could run into, uh, I, I think you could reason to say, like, look, say something about this. Don't just do this, right? Like, you're you're attacking the biggest podcast and you're, you're, you got the biggest podcast out there to try and build out your platform to be more than just audio music streaming and then you're going to treat it like this and offer no explanation, right? So this is, this is a quote from Rogan. There were a few episodes they didn't want on their platform and I was like, okay, I don't care. Rogan said it on his podcast in March. He said that most of the objections centered on Alex Jones who had appeared on the podcast several times. However, he said the company mostly didn't care about what he published. They don't give an F, man. They haven't given me a hard time at all. He added, it's not clear whether Rogan is aware of the additional deleted episodes. I'm sure he's not. Oh, that looks like a funny sketch. They have a funny YouTube sketch at the bottom. I'm sure he's, for the most part, not judging by his statement of saying, I don't care. And here's where here's where some more rubber meets the road is he's if you listen to if you understand how his approach to this thing, he's pretty laid back. Now, I think he's weary of like control as far as like we're not going to let you 
uh, have this on, and there was some there was some problem. I think it was one one of his Alex Jones podcasts where they say where they said it was a, a glitch, and that's why it didn't upload immediately, and they had to just go back and re-upload it and fix the glitch, and that's that's all it was. But when it comes to these big tech companies and you know things like shadow banning or deboosting. You know, when you talk about like YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, those those things and, and how they treat certain things and, and just how it's the, the grip is growing tighter and tighter and it's harder to to actually be able to speak freely. We just we you, I don't know. I, I'm skeptical. I sit here and I'm like, look, I'm a little skeptical. Like you can you can only if these things keep happening, I eventually get to the point like, OK, look, you're going to let that happen to the biggest the biggest podcast uh, on your platform, like your mainstay basically now, like your golden child. No, you're going to make sure everything goes exactly right. And here's where Spotify's at a hard, hard position, but you know, he getting, getting back to the, the point I was trying to get at is that like, he says he doesn't care. And that could be a problem for the fans because he could be at a point where he's like, look, I don't care. I'm going to do my podcast. If they start removing stuff, it's whatever. Like I, I, like I just don't care. And that, that's how he's been on the other side of things. And that's what got him so popular. But now that could be somewhat to his detriment, not because he just is like, look what I'm done. I've done, you know, 1500 plus episodes. I can only imagine at what point are you gonna be like, am I going to get up in arms about every little thing that they do? But at the same time, I think the understanding for, you know, when he made this move and, and how he explained it, at least is like, look, they let me do whatever I want. And then now it's like, oh, well, they actually said do, you know, I, I do a little bit of this and I made some concessions. And just knowing how the mob, the woke mob works, it's like you can't really afford to make concessions with him. And if you, especially if you're going to get in bed with with him to some respect. So I'll be honest, I'm a little nervous, sad. I don't know what you want to call it. Because I, I I've kind of I've li- I listened to I've listened to it less, but I still listen to it. But then hearing this come out, I just see it as one of those things when you look back and you know when there was original criticism of when this transgender movement caught fire and things, and you were like, yeah, and, and there were people who warned that like, hey, we need to be careful with this. This isn't okay. It's gonna like it's gonna grow and become and 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 could cause some serious issues and then now we're seeing the whole debate around transgender kids and puberty blockers and it's like oh like chemical castration for prepubescent kids which is like basically basically experimentation on young children and then even to the extent of like in certain places not in america but parents getting in legal trouble for for misgendering their I don't know 10 11 year old child and it's like hold on who's who's driving the boat here right but it's uh, and so that's that's the standpoint that I kind of view this through is I, I look at and I just say man is okay you remove Alex Jones podcast Milo podcast and now we're up to 42 and you just move Chris D'Elia and it's like when it, where what's the stopping point what's the standard and and how much is this going to keep happening like is it going to be how hulu has available certain series but it's like they you it'll, it can only like they'll start they'll have episodes 1 through 15 and then but when they release 16 number 1 goes away and so it's like they only have a certain section available you know what i'm talking about and that's where i'm that's where i'm cautious and and that's what makes me nervous about this but i'd love to know your thoughts on this whole Joe Rogan uh, episodes being just silently 
removed and uh, in, in the dead of night, seemingly, and taken off. Do you think it's a problem? Do you think it's something that Joe should be worried about? He seems very laissez-faire about it, and he's he's. I think he's more of the standpoint that like. Look, unless Spotify comes to me with something or does something outrageous, like I'm not going to actively look into it. I'm not going to police them. But you know, and 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 so he's like, "Look, and I was able to have Alex Jones on, but I'm like, how long are they going to leave that up, right? They're going to kind of let the fire die down probably and they're going to wait. It'll be up for a year, maybe, and then all of a sudden it could just disappear because because why? Because there are problematic things set on, and that's the that. But that was the whole point of the Joe Rogan experience. Is it's is it supposed to be free thought? You know, it's it's where you can ask hard questions, have tough conversations because it's you know a lot of times over three hours long, almost four hours long at times, in depth, long form conversation. And what we see is that just being taken away, and we're being told what we can and can't listen to in a lot of ways. I don't like it. I don't like it. And, and for, for the sake of my podcast, I look at this and say like, hey, like as if this continues to grow into more of a real thing where that that could actually somewhat support me, you know, years down the line, that is one thing that I will value above all else is not is staying independent, meaning I can run my podcast as I please post it and I'm not going to be beholden to anyone. And, and even if I. So say I was in that position. Spotify comes to me. It's like, hey, we want to give you $100 million. But, you know, we're doing the contract stuff. And like, look, there's a few episodes that we don't want to be on there. No. My answer, my, my simple answer is no. You either, you either take my podcast and what I do, because essentially that's how this was sold to the audience. That's the other thing that, that is a, a little annoying for me, is how it was sold was like, no, they're just getting the rights to it. It's just going to be on Spotify, but they're not going to restrict me. I'm gonna, it's going to be the same old thing. We're doing the same thing. And... It really is the same thing, except for you can't go back and listen to now. And so it's like, hold on. It's not the same thing. Then They are making certain judgment calls and moves. So I would love to know your thoughts on this situation. You know, do you think it's good or bad? I mean, am I being paranoid? Uh, has it has it deterred you at all or kind of soured the taste of the JRE for you at all? It, it has and it hasn't for me. Like, I don't really care on one on one hand, like, because these aren't episodes I'm going back and listening to. However, I am just sitting here kind of seeing how this plays out. Like, are, are we going to see something eventually happen? And, you know, is it going to be, is it going to kind of rock things? Because, like I said before, he's, he's, he's the William, to me, he's the William Wallace of podcast, right? He's the last, like, free speaker, thinker, one of the last, you know, where it's just like open, long-form conversation. So send all your thoughts in on the situation. The Viking at gmail.com or text the show 580-789-9258. Would love to hear all your thoughts on this. Now, before we close the show, that's not going to be the ending. I know. It's all right. I just want to end the show on some funny stuff, right? So funny stuff to end on a positive. Try and always keep positives going with seemingly negatives. Uh, I've linked to all those articles. There's one that's a little bit longer. And uh, then there's the original digital music news one, which talks more in depth about each episode that goes into. So funny stuff. I can't believe I overlooked this one the other day in my crap sandwich I, because it would have been it's it would have been so perfect. So I was driving a couple days ago and I was behind this like flatbed truck that I think had like a welder on. You know, you know, you know the look, right? And there's the farm dog on the back and he's, he's riding in the middle and they get to a stop and, and, and then 
turns green, starts to go. And this dog, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh. I'm like, oh, he's sitting kind of weird. And I look a little bit closer, and I go, oh, my gosh. He's not sitting weird. He is dropping a load at 35 miles an hour. And then, of course, what do they do? They go across railroad tracks. And this dog holds the line, pushing, pinching out a growler on the back of this truck like a freaking champion. I, was, I don't know. I was just... I was impressed. I was confused at first, but I was in, ultimately impressed. And then I was also curious to know, like, as the owner, if I get out, I mean, surely he can't care. He's like, oh, okay, whatever. Because it's better than your dog being like, I have to poop. I can't poop on the bed. And then jumping off the truck. But it was just funny to me <laughs> that, like, the dog, you don't see that, right? You don't see the dog dumping in the on the bed of the truck usually. And so it was pretty hilarious. I wanted to get a picture obviously but was driving so was trying to be responsible but it was flipping awesome amazing all right other other weird thoughts from me what's up with easter pictures now before you go what do you mean what's up with easter pictures that's a thing keep in mind yeah when i thought about it for a second i go oh yeah easter pictures but stick with me here so like monday i'm sunday monday i was going through social media you know it was it was easter and did the easter service and stuff I took no pictures of any kind surrounding Easter or anything of the sorts. I, I did absolutely uh, nothing uh, related to taking some sort of formal pictures. I saw some people taking some pictures. And then I go on social media and my no, all of my feeds, all of them, are nothing but Easter pictures. Everyone looked great, by the way. Great job dressing up. Everyone looked so good. And then I, and I, was, like, I was like, did I miss this memo? East, I was, are we doing, I looked at my wife and go, are we doing something wrong? Are we forgetting to live a certain way? And then, and then, you know, she of course was like, nah, I don't care about that stuff. She was like, yeah, I knew that people did Easter pictures. And then when I thought about it, I go, oh yeah, no, this totally, I mean, I'm an idiot. It's just, it's one of those things that like, it's not on my radar at all. And so I forget about it and forget that it's a thing. And then when you realize it's a thing that everybody does, you're like, oh crud, that was a thing. Do you do Easter pictures? How'd they turn out? And uh, is is that a tradition? Are they framed in your house? Like, what's going on? Do you have a new profile picture? Lots of new profile pictures came this last week. And they look good. They all look great from what I could see. So it was it was something impressive. It was just, uh, I was just sitting there going like, this isn't on my thing at all. And But this just speaks to the offbeat person that I am. It's like, I kind of do what I want. And I'm not super worried about whatever the trends are. And I was like, cool. Yeah, uh, I mean, my Easter pictures would have been in a Hawaiian shirt anyways, because that's my church attire. So, last, last, I guess it's not, I don't know if that's funny, but last, uh, last thought of the, the so, oh no, the episode. After a quick swig to refresh the vocal cords. D1 athletes, uh, it's these stories, so, I'm annoyed at... Those stories when it's like, so the last one would have been Jalen Suggs in the in the tournament, the NCAA tournament for, for Gonzaga. He came out as like the clutch star and he was like, oh, he was apparently the highest rated recruit in Gonzaga history or on the team now. I don't know exactly. But then they start talking about, well, he also was a standout star in football and had offers to go play collegiate football. And I just look at that and go, so you're telling me the D1 star who's helped lead uh, one of the best teams, uh, possibly in history, you know, they're, they're at least in the consideration, I guess. 
to uh, almost an undefeated season and make some serious clutch shots, was also really athletic, or it was athletic enough to be really good at another sport in high school, so much so that he could have played that sport too? You don't say. I don't know. I was just like, I guess they're, they have to fill time. It is a cool story. It's cool It's cool to see that Like when you go back and you see like Allen Iverson playing football highlights in high school. Like It's fun to see those. But I just don't appreciate how they they almost act surprised by it. Like, oh my, who would have ever thought this guy was a two, three-sport athlete in high school? What do you mean? This guy's probably going to go to the NBA. He's going to be, he's the top 1% of the 1% of athletes in the world at his sport. He, so, of course, that, that almost always requires a, a, enough athleticism and raw talent but then that to be honed, to be that good, then you have to hone that extremely well and work extremely hard. And when you have that combination, guess what? You're probably going to be good at a lot of things. So, I don't know. They, they were doing this story on ESPN, and they're like, he was also a stand-up football star. And I said, no derp. I hope he was a star at something else. Otherwise, he probably would be pay, playing D2 or Juco basketball. Not to say that guys can just play basketball in high school and then... And, 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 oh, they're not extreme good athletes, but it's like, how many times have you heard this, right? How many times do you hear that guys play football and basketball and they get scholarships for both and they choose one or the other? First of all, God bless them. And to be that talented in that situation where you get to choose, like I remember as a seven-year-old when I was like, my hardest question in life, I remember saying this to one of my friends or someone and I was like, I don't know if I want to be in the NBA or the NFL. Oh, to be a kid again. And then reality punches you hard in the face and lets you know, hey, bro, you are, you, yeah, enjoy playing sports in high school because that's about as far as you're going to go. And, but that's most of us. That's most of us. And to be able to be so good at a couple sports that you're like, do I want to go to college for football? D1 college for football or, you know, basketball and then, you know, essentially going, do I want to be NBA or NFL? And then you get to like Bo Jackson types who played at the top level in multiple sports and you're just like, this is insane. But I think we all look at professional athletes like Patrick Mahomes could have gone and played baseball. So could Kyler Murray and I don't know, you look at all these guys and you're like, look, there's guys that in basketball that probably fewer guys, I think, in basketball than in football. But uh, guys in basketball, in the NBA, who could have played in the NFL, and then vice versa. And then even mix in, like, baseball in there and whatever else, sport. And it's not surprising to me. It's not, that, that, that's the point here. Like, no, no freaking surprise. Of course, of course they could have played multiple sports. And I'm not saying, hey, let's not do a cool story about this, but let's just not act like this is the first time this has ever happened. Is that too much to ask? I'm just like, oh man, how crazy. It's wild. Can you believe it? I would have never thought that someone in the top division of a collegiate sport being a, and being a top player in that would have potentially been, uh, was also a top prospect in another sport in high school because that's how it usually goes, right? Your best guys in high school then go on to be in college because and it's another level right so just a silly little thought for me where I was like I was like come on guys like come on guys like what are we doing here we could just tone it back a little bit be excited about it that's cool it's cool to go and see his highlights because like he was legit good it wasn't like oh he's just more athletic than everyone like he was good at football 
which should be noted and appreciated. But let's not pretend like this doesn't happen with, I don't know, every star. I, let, let, take every like major collegiate for basketball right now, collegiate basketball program, take their star player, and I bet you they were a two-sport athlete in high school and elite enough to at least get offers. We won't even say necessarily D1, but offers for multiple sports and kind of had their pick of the litter. Am I wrong? I don't know. Prove me wrong. Anyway, send in all your thoughts, comments, ideas to Viking at gmail.com or text the show 580-789-9258. That does it for this edition of the Rambling Viking podcast. Hopefully, my ep- none of my episodes, because Lord knows some of my early episodes, uh, if I if I get big, will get criticized. But I'm here to take it, right? It's I don't go back and delete my tweets. And because I say, look, I'm just going to take what's coming to me because I put it out there. It's my mistake. And I'm sure there's some bad stuff in the depths of uh, my thing. So I so I hope I'm not canceled. But on the other side, I hope they try and cancel me because I won't man. But it's a whole thing. But send me in any and all your thoughts. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Please remember to uh, go go leave me a review. You know, share the podcast around. Let's build this community. And we will see you next time. Peace.
You can reach me at theramblingviking at gmail.com or text the show 580-789-9258. Blah, 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 blah. Like, share, all that good stuff. Love you guys. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Crap Sandwich out.